Mono Rants at the Movies, a podcast where we rant about films you may have seen at house parties. I'm one of your hosts and jack-of-all-trades Mono, and taking your child to a dangerously unsafe town instead of to a therapist is my co-host and master of none, Kira. Oh, how else are you supposed to create bonding memories? <laughs> or, or more trauma. Bonding memories. <laughs> but we're not done either. Surprisingly surviving to the end of the film despite being a Sean Bean character, it's Punk from What the Fuck Do You Want podcast. Rose? Rose! Rose! She was right here. I smelt her. (laughs) (laughs) I smelt her perfume. The scent of a woman. (laughs) Welcome on. And thank you in person for giving us our tagline, by the way. Oh, you're quite all right. You're more than welcome to it. I do like the trade-off that you had to do three episodes of mine before I came on to do one episode of yours. Yeah, and get accused of all sorts of heinous behaviour on your podcast. It's not an accusation if it's true. <laughs> that yeah. remains to be seen. You started it. You married each There's other. There's going to be <laughs> more litigation in your future. I welcome it. <laughs> before we break out the lawyers, would you like to tell the folks where you're from? I'm from Northern Ireland. <laughs> My well, house. <laughs> where they might recognise you from then. I'm part of a brilliant community. <laughs> I am Debbie Punk or Christopher Love from What the Fuck Do You Want? A podcast all about whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I've got a real thing for taglines. <laughs> no, you do. You definitely have an act for it, all right. But you've been kind enough to come on today and talk with us about Silent Hill. Yeah, I thought you were going to use this to get me to finally watch Stargate, but no. (laughs) You missed that chance. Shit. (laughs) Damn it, we could have twisted his arm. Uh, We did Resident Evil a week or two ago, and I had actually played at least some of the Resident Evil games, but I've played none of the Silent Hill games. Oh, I'm total was. Oh, you definitely haven't. Definitely haven't. No, they're small, creepy (laughs) children. Immediately, no. I didn't even go to the cinema to see this with you. I wussed out and stayed at home. Oh, I yeah. was like, nope, not doing it. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, sorry. I went to see The Ring when I was 16 with a friend and had to get the train home by myself in the dark. Yeah. The dark. And it goes through <laughs> tunnels. And no, no, not good. That nice screechy brake noise when you're going through tunnels. Uh... Yeah, I can see how that could set you off. <laughs> But seems how you host it, kind of not really, you would vehemently deny that it's a gaming podcast. We decided to bring you on. <laughs> I'm trying my best to deny it, but I keep getting geeks on as guests. No offense. <laughs> not take it. Yeah, back in episode 57, I would have done Silent Hill with lovely geek mix since 86. Yeah, that was recent enough. I should remember it. <laughs> That's like, what, 40 episodes ago for you? I... Sh- should be doing idiot. So yes, do the well, thirty odd episodes. Yes, yeah, so I replayed it for that episode, the first game. Not for this. Not for this. Fuck you. I'm not replaying. <laughs> you only it. wrote six pages of notes. PlayStation One controls. <laughs> you only wrote six pages of notes. You couldn't even be arsed playing the game. Six pages of notes on the film, <laughs> not the game. But that's why we brought you on. We never played. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, no, we are of course to talk about the film of Silent Hill from uh, Christoph Gantz. Yay. Third film of his. He literally made it only has directed six films, and you're never going to watch Beauty and the Beast, so. <laughs> He's only directed six films? Yeah. And we've covered three of them? Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, this one doesn't have Mark Tacassi's, though. No. It does have plenty of ass, though. It does. Like, he did uh, Beauty and the Beast and Necronomicon. Oh. Yeah. That's an interesting mix. <laughs> Quite a varied CV. Yeah, it is. But one of the weird things that I found when I was looking through the trivia on this, 
and not to jump straight to the end of the movie, but it's what I'm going to do, is he took inspiration for the ending scene from that ridiculous, uh, I'm going to absolutely butcher it, but Urotsukitsoji, Legend of the Overfiend, that anime tentacle horror porn thing that I accidentally rented that I spoke about in... <laughs> oh, from Castle Video? The yeah. weird With the weird... Top shelf of, of like adult only. Yeah, where that one should have been and not amongst <laughs> the rest of the normal manga. <laughs> but yeah, I spoke about that in our Crying Freeman rant. Which yes. Did you go to Ireland's only hentai shop? No. It no. Was the well, video, maybe. I don't know if it, it was, was the, the video only store one. In it was a one. <laughs> did, was the guy kind of creepy? Did the guy who ran that, did, he had to have owned a Black Widow fucking slingshot because all the weirdos at that time did? Because the guy who lived up the road from us had one. And he also had a weird collection. Of How sweaty was he? He also owned the local pub, but he then did get done for being a paedophile. They raided the pub. It was a great <sighs> night. I was really hoping we could avoid paedophilia. <laughs> You're the one talking about weird hentai. But I, we didn't have to go to paedophilia. Not even 10 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping to avoid that. But I mean, while, while we're on the subject, he also initially, Christoph Gantz, had planned to have those barbed wires shoot out of lady bits yeah shoot out of the vagina of <gasps> the the burnt alessa at the end of the film oh no no why ew gross yeah well you started it with pedophilia so no just why would you decide that was it welcome to the show chris <laughs> it's like i'm home <laughs> maybe he got inspired by that hentai film but in a really weird way Does well I, only just, reason- I just said the ending was inspired by that film no, but with the tentacle, not tentacles, barbed wire, and the, mm, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that. Okay, well, we'll yeah. move away from it. <laughs> Chafy. But yeah, no, I did. I went and saw this film in the cinema when it came out. And I, You did not come with me. No, I stayed at home because I was a pussy. <laughs> and Chris, you were saying before we started recording. Yes, I spoke a lot before we actually started recording, but I thought I had watched this movie, but I got to a certain point of it. And I couldn't remember any more. And after consulting a dear friend, apparently I got bored and walked out at one point to drink tequila. That is the only bit of information. Or sorry, you, you didn't say the only bit of information that I wanted you to say from that story previously. What was that? You watched the film at a house party, you jackass. I did watch it at a house party. And then left. <laughs> I set you up. I didn't know what you were going for. <laughs> that was pretty fucking evident. <laughs> But yeah, no, because nobody else seems to watch films at house parties except for the three of us, apparently. Yeah. Is this an Irish thing or? It must be. Or we were just the people who ended time... up hanging around real late, crashed out somewhere, watching something in like a huddled you mass in a corner. Always ended back at one house. And for us, it was Caroline Music used to have the one pound DVD section. It was all B movies. Yeah. yeah. And you just, whatever your change from a pack of Marlboro Reds. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, Marble Red back in the day fucking nearly killed myself on my 18th birthday because it was before the smoking ban came in <laughs> I do credit my voice to Marble Reds <laughs> yeah no I remember because my birthday was just before the smoking ban came in and we were out in Temple Bar and I think I went through about 120 cigarettes that night and couldn't talk the next day it was Marble <laughs> hang on are we on a tangent on a tangent yeah <laughs> let's steer it back so yes we often watched movies at house parties it was the best way to watch them was half cut yeah damn straight damn straight i don't know anytime we go on other podcasts they're like what's this about watching film at house parties and i'm like that was how we saw 13 ghosts for the first time yes that was how we saw a lot of films for the first time clerks (laughs) cannibal holocaust 
Toxic Avenger. <laughs> so so I many saw happy, Empire of the Sun, happy but, half but memories that involved <laughs> um, other intoxicants. What I saw Empire of the Sun, but that wasn't on involving alcohol. No. <laughs> and then there was the time that you watched Battle Royale on Salvia. Yeah, that was bad. That was a bad choice. That was a poor <laughs> that choice. Was a bad choice. That was a poor choice. Start making combinations here. Not fucking recommend. Do not recommend that. Yeah, don't try this at home. Folks. No. No. Don't I think do that. I think it's about time we hit a summary. <laughs> <laughs> when her adopted daughter's sleepwalking and night terrors worsen, Rose does the only natural thing and gets Sharon the appropriate medical and psychological care. Just kidding. Rose effectively kidnaps her, runs away from the police, and loses her daughter in a town abandoned to the coal fires beneath and consumed by a hellish presence. Helped by one seriously dedicated cop, Rose must now try to uncover the history and horrors of the town and find her daughter. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it ends there. <laughs> don't know sometimes with you. Yeah, it's fair. felt like you were trying to stifle a laugh the whole way through that, but I don't know what the joke was. Trying to stifle a cough, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my notes on this to begin with, was the way Rose tackled that child reminded me of Boris <laughs> Johnson playing rugby. Yeah, there's a bit of a head snap going on yeah. there. Like, that's a little bit unnecessary. I just really, I really like the fact that, that Chris takes the time to get dressed before chasing after Yeah, she child. doesn't even put pants on. <laughs> and then does this Homer Simpson run across the road. Like, you useless bastard. Which sets up a trend for this entire movie. Well, he wasn't even in the movie. They... The, when the script was submitted, yeah, like mm-hmm. that's the the thing everybody I think knows about Silent Hill was that it was sent back with a note that said there's no male characters. Yeah. So Sean Bean's character was invented for it and like shoehorned in there. Yeah. Which is basically the only reason why he survives. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, that was like the only note they got back from the producers. It, well, there's the no male roles. So no, they, no yeah. male characters. I like the fact that they just kind of generally despise each other. They seem to. Well, I mean, no male characters unless you count Colin, the, 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 the janitor. janitor. Yeah. And Pyramid Head. Or, or Red Pyramid, as he's credited. <laughs> I thought I always thought it was Pyramid Head until this very day. Cheese Grater Head with his butt out in his apron. Yes, he was one of the people who had his butt out. Yeah. There's no reasoning for it. It's just like it was actually in, in the costume design notes. It was like there was no reason to have his butt out. They just were like, fuck it. You're going to be ass flapping in the wind in your fucking 17 inch platforms. Good luck to anybody who turns around suddenly. Spent how much of the budget on that fucking head of yours? You think we're going to dress the rest of you? You've got another thing coming. Poor bastard couldn't see in it either. He could only see directly down because of the way the slits are on it. I don't think anybody in any of the costumes could see because the... The nurses can't see anything. The little kid... Yeah, I don't like those. Well, they're in the film, so we're going to have to talk about them. I know, but I don't like them. But yeah, the performer couldn't see out of that. Yeah. And then the... The 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 armless guy, he obviously couldn't see. Yeah. So it feels like we've jumped ahead. He looks like one... (laughs) Have you listened before? (laughs) No, but I have said that I have. (laughs) (laughs) Um... He reminds me of one of the things in Dead Space before it goes bleh and it has all the extra limbs and comes at you. I was going to say, they tend to have a lot more limbs in Dead Space than this guy. No, but he looks like, you know, just before when that big flappy flying stingray thing. Yes. Fucks the corpses and turns them into those necromonger thingies. Yes. And then they're coming at you and they kind of look like your man who has the no arms. Yes. And then they go and they have loads of arms. Yes. He looks like that. He does. He also spits acid. Why is he out during the day? Now, yeah, now that part kind of confused me. 
Because they all, uh, or was there a klaxon? Did we miss a klaxon? Is he the no, welcome party? I'll, Does he have a fruit basket? I, <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I, I did notice that both times we were watching it, that whenever the monsters come out is after the klaxons and when everything goes dark. Yeah. Except mm-hmm. for... Him. Yeah. He's just there. He missed the mama. <laughs> is that just us? <laughs> well, he gets slowed down. He's got that big bastard sword, kind of... No, the the big armless fellas. The guy that shoot acid out of their chest. Oh yeah, they're that the cops they're just out in the kind when of she like catches up with her and is ashy her. Yeah. side of the town. Whereas all the other monsters come out in the dark. Well, did, after the klaxons. Was that not when she went underground down the steps? So maybe it's like a darkness thing that they can only. No, when she when, when it, she gets arrested when, by the cop. <laughs> yeah. And her and the cop are walking down and they get attacked. Mm-hmm. And the cop shoots it in the head and she gets covered in acid so she takes Did the you jacket. walk out a second time? I possibly could have. <laughs> Did you blank out? <laughs> he, this time he's blanked the first part of the movie. So so at least you've watched it through once then. <laughs> yeah, it was the guy that puked on her and that gave her the excuse to strip off. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And then she takes the helmet Now off. you're paying attention. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because she keeps the gloves on. Yes. <laughs> She always reminds me of Officer Tackleberry from Police Academy. She is. <laughs> it's just like a gender swap. <laughs> yes, that is Laurie Holden. Mm-hmm. Crimson you know, Countess. Yeah, Crimson Countess in the, in the most recent season of The Boys. That character, this character, different characters. Oh, entirely different characters. <laughs> this movie would have had a this very different ending if it had been Crimson Countess. And this one's actually competent. Yes. Incredibly, she is. She's a very, very competent police officer for once. Certainly very dedicated. Yeah. A little bit, maybe possibly too dedicated, verging on the, like, slightly tinfoil hattie levels <laughs> well, of suspicious. Incredibly sweary in places too, which I appreciated. <laughs> well, I mean, given the circumstances, you can kind of understand. Oh, I... But she does, like, I get the whole she's suspicious of Rose. Rose. Is it Rose? Rose is the mother, yeah. Rose, yeah, sorry. Rose. I, I... Rose. Rose. I, just... <laughs> I can smell her. <laughs> <laughs> Bumper. <laughs> she's suspicious of of her at the petrol station mm. but why does she follow her in the first place and pu- go to pull her over that's the thing i don't get i get why she follows her after that because rose is like let's see how fast we can go <laughs> bye te- tears ass away from the cop yeah why does she follow her in the first place had they been well i no, i think it's because of what you his- find out later about the, oh, the kid being abducted. The kid being abducted yeah. and thrown down a mine shaft. Yeah. And she's seen the but, kid be distressed and the mom act kind of suspicious. Yeah. And she was the one who found the other kid that got thrown down the mine shaft. So she's like, I, I don't want to see that happen again. Yeah, and but at the kinda, very I think so it's when you're watching it from the start, you're like, what did they do? Like if she had had like a light out or something. Or if she had heard her asking about Silent Hill when she was inside the yeah, shop. Yeah, and decided to follow her with some reason that You'd be like, oh, right. And then, like, you'd see it from the back when she's but pulling you, it you, over. You find out the reason later on in the film. I, know. I want satisfaction now. I don't want to have to think. God, the staff at that petrol station were fucking shite, too. <laughs> they kind of were. Yeah, I'd have just been like, here's your map. Do you have a map? Yeah, here. Because I don't give a shit. I would have been trying to talk you out of not going there. I, I, yeah, no, whatever. I'm looking to get to uh, Silent Hill, please. Oh, I go out there, second left, all that. I say, why are you going there? I said, how about you mind your own fucking business? Yeah. I'll give you directions and then when you're leaving, I'll be like, yeah, lock your doors. Don't well, get also, given, given that the underneath of the town is, is on, on fire, fire, it would have been monsters like... Monsters and all that shit aside, 
oh, you might not want to go there. The town <laughs> is burning from underneath. Like, it's kind of fucking dangerous. It's closed off. Like, it is. A, like, it's like Centralia. Centralia is a full ghost town. It's the inspiration for it. Yeah, Mick talked about that place when he was on my show for the Silent Hill episode. And even going on the Google map for that place. Yeah, it's it, a ghost town. It is a horror movie in itself. Oh, yeah. yeah it's like, it's that's, creepy. Yeah, because the, it's, the mine's caught fire underneath, so it is still burning. Mm-hmm. It's like, the, that. what's that place in? There's one in Africa. It's called the Gates of Hell. And it's a similar thing. It's a coal. Yeah, is that the gas fire? Yeah. yeah. There's a few of them around the world that are like coal veins and stuff that have caught fire. And they tend to be called gates to hell. There's something more sinister about the idea of a town sitting on top of it when you can't actually see. Like the, the gates of hell, you can... Yeah, they're As you approach gorgeous. it, you can see a big giant yeah. hole in the ground that's on fire. Whereas this... It's just it's an underneath. empty town and you wouldn't necessarily know anything Well, the was parts wrong. of the ground like steam and there are yeah. areas where it's kind of noticeable, but like all the road going into it has mm-hmm. melted and broken apart. Mm. They, there's tour groups running through it now because of course there is. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like they bus in and like, here's Centralia and this is this and this is that. And Oh, I understand what a tour yeah. is, but fuck that. No, but they, I will say, actually, they, they did a great job on the sets for it. Mm. That's an abandoned town that they used. Yeah, it's a not they, an abandoned town, sorry. It's like the main street. It's like part of an older, an old-like town. But they had to dress it, to like, be... three or four different ways because yeah. you've got the town now when the cop and Chris are running around it. You've got the town in the kind of ashy twilight. Well, that, I think, is kind of the closest to what the town actually, this section of town looked mm. like because it was being, it's since been, like, undergone gentrification yeah but it was fairly kind of like abandoned and boarded up but yeah no they did a damn good job of creating an amazing atmosphere in this film it's one of the things I enjoy the most about it because there's no clear progression of time Mm -hmm. in the Silent Hill world like you get with Sean Bean you get you know it's dark it's light it's blah 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 he's moving through his day or days Mm. but with them you don't know if it's five minutes five hours because it's just this weird it's either foggy or I thought it was really funny when she ran over the ghost child on the bridge yeah (laughs) (laughs) where are all the rest of the townspeople when the klaxon goes off where do they come from are they like cockroaches are they borrowers yeah it's strange it's why would they leave the church if it's dangerous because I can't imagine they're scavenging food or anything sensible isn't that what your one your one who gets your skin ripped off says Anna doesn't she say that they're out looking or she's out looking for food? But yeah, after 30 years in cut off, choked out Ashtown, I can't imagine there's much in the way of food left. Although there's, there's still birds, apparently. Yeah, well, apparently the birds are, are not good. One budgie. <laughs> uh, well, there's that bit later where all well, the birds Well, they have the canaries away. as well when they're that coming after and they, mm. the miners have the canary. Mm-hmm. And it starts freaking out and they see the bird freaking out and they leave and then... The klaxon goes off, so the birds yeah. are an indicator. I did like the touch of the canary, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get over, though, every time I hear one of them going, Sharon! It's either Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> Sharon! Or it's fucking... Um, it's Randy, isn't it's it? It's Randy. Sharon! <laughs> Sh- Sharon! Especially a name for a child. I wouldn't... Sharon. Sharon! It's very... It's an auntie name. I feel like the, the name should be reversed and Sharon should be the mom. And, and she should, should be, be the daughter. Yeah. yeah. Are they characters in the, the games? Is that it? Uh, there is. Uh, you've got Harry, Jodie and Cheryl's the daughter. Okay. Oh, so no. No. And then Sybil <laughs> no. uh, is the 
cop. The cop, yeah. So yeah, that yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Mm. Sharon, Sharon Sh- should be the one. Sorry, <laughs> just a bit of an old lady name for a child. Well, it's well, I suppose she is 39 technically. Yeah. Oh, I'm not getting into technical ages with you. I know what you're like. <laughs> oh, <for fuck's> <laughs> no, Sharon being yelled makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up because it's generally not a good thing. Oh, Shadden? Shannon? Yeah. Shadden? When it's spelt with a D. It, and, yeah. yeah. It's a different type of Shadden. Followed by who owns you. That's the, oh, Jesus, leave. There's going to be one hell of a fist fight. I made a note here about the Zippo lighter. I don't know if you guys noticed it whenever she's running about trying to cause a bit of light. Do you see the fucking flame on that thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a blowtorch. <laughs> junking fucking plastic shitty lighters. You can't, jun- you can't junkie Zippo lighters. I know, it makes no sense. I do like, though, when she's running around with just the flame from the lighter. Mm-hmm. I think that works really, really well. But because well, it's a good effect, but you do yeah. not get that fire from a zipper. No, <laughs> no. Especially with her hair that fucking short. She has a fringe that is gone if she actually smokes. <laughs> do you remember eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you smell the inside of your nose hair burning off. No. <laughs> the singe. Well, speaking of things that provide light, my issue wasn't around the zippo. It was later on in the film when you know when she's going down the elevator in the hospital. Mm-hmm. and one of the miners gives her a torch. What is it he says? He says, take this, they'll be drawn to it, but, but you need the light to see. <laughs> it's just and a it's really just a re- line. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Matter of life and death. Here's a riddle. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, why Why wouldn't you just say, here, have this, assume she knows what a torch is, and then, you know, here, take, yeah, need take this. this so you can see. But, but it will draw the creatures to you. Yeah, it's just done in a... It, yeah. It's, it's yeah, just the way he phrases it, just, I, I couldn't get over it. I was stuck on that one for a while. <laughs> no wonder she looks so confused in the elevator, because she's like, what? Yeah, I've had to memorise this fucking map, and then this guy hands me a torch. And says something and says nonsensical. That, that the torch attacks the creatures, but I need to have the torch because I need light. Is that what he was saying? Did he get the torch with all the different bulbs from Nightwatch? Previous episode. Yeah. What a tie-in. <laughs> as subtle as ever. <laughs> so giant giant Zippo flames. And, <laughs> and misrepresenting what, what torches do or how they should be See, used. See, this is the thing that movies are going to be lacking later on if vapes catch on. Because nobody's going to have a lighter. So what are you going to do when it's dark and your cell phone battery's dead and you can't use the torch on your phone? Are you going to vape? And <laughs> vape furiously so the little light comes on. We just go full caveman. <laughs> just start hitting stones. <laughs> Back to torches and clubs. <laughs> soaking rags and alcohol. So we're just uh, glossing over the fire toddlers? Well, no, because they wind here up. <laughs> I don't like them. They remind me of the creepy dancing baby from Ali McBeal, but on fire. Like slightly crunchy. Pizza yeah. left in way too long. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty Looks like good description cream of them. wouldn't even like, fix it. <laughs> But it, they do very much remind me of that creepy dancing baby from Ally McBeal. Yeah, no, that was a pretty good description with their uh, twisted face. <laughs> similar CGI, yes. They, they will, they, I they like look the guy cool, with though. the twisted face. I don't like the creepy babies. <laughs> no, no, I think the, the creepy babies are pretty cool. For it, the, the first monster you come across as well, yeah. it's pretty, like, new. But is that not the ultimate weakness of a monster? Is They're scary bastards who make people scream, but screams destroy them. <laughs> I say, oh, need to go back on the drawing board. 
They're almost as useless as real toddlers. <laughs> Stupid kids. Stop it. <laughs> no, like, I, if you're going to have, like, evil children, at least have them, like, crawling on the ceiling in some sort of, like, heroin nightmare. <laughs> no, I don't know. I thought that they were pretty damn effective. As, they are as... effective. I just don't want them near me. Oh, they only want a hug, and it is incredibly cold. <laughs> no. Hug a wee burning toddler. They look like they'd be crunchy if you tried to pick them up. Like, if you... If you hug them a bit too hard they just go poof do you prefer your toddlers medium rare <laughs> I prefer them away from me <laughs> they're like dogs I'd, it's okay if they come to visit but take them when you go <laughs> not those ones though not the the, the no they they can be they can, sideways they, face babies no they they can be free range children outside in the yard <laughs> but is is it her scream that makes them go away or is it just I don't know what causes the darkness to go away it just poofs itself away. I think it has a time limit when the music stops being dramatic because you found that guy hiding in the corner. <laughs> yeah, there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to them leaving. Or, or it coming down, in fairness. Yeah. Like, the klaxon heralds the darkness, but it just... Heralds it. It just arrives whenever it wants. It's like, hi. <laughs> Come stay on your couch for three weeks. <laughs> but speaking of the music, actually, that scene has the only bit of non-game music in it. Oh my gosh. When oh my when gosh, she wakes up. Gosh. And yeah. Oh, the fucked up jukebox? Oh yeah, that's playing Ring of Fire. And when I went to see this in the cinema, when she wakes up and Johnny Cash starts playing, this bloke in the seat behind me turned to his missus and went, Oh, that's Johnny Cash, that's Ring of Fire. Did you know that? No, Just you like, fucking Oh, really? Only, it's, it's only Johnny Cash with his most famous song. No, I didn't fucking know that. And every time I watch this film, every time that scene comes out, that's, I can't help but say out loud, Oh, it's Johnny Cash. Did you know this song? It's Johnny Cash. Oh, it's Johnny Cash. <laughs> oh, did you know Johnny Cash did that song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh what song? Cash. What's the song called again? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, just one, it's just one of those things. Every time I watch this film. <laughs> oh, it's Johnny Cash. But all the, all the rest of the music is... In-game music. Yeah, it's in-game music that was reworked by the composer of the film. Which it I really, thought was a particularly I, nice touch. Um, and it's really effective. <laughs> whatever that real deep bass is that's going on throughout it. Mm. Lords of Salem is very similar to that as well with the that kind of real deep bass line going behind the song in Lords of Salem. Uh, that, and it just makes you feel... Phrygian scale, was that what it was called? Yeah, it's just off enough to make you ever so slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. And you don't know why. <laughs> I had serious audio problems with this movie. I had to keep turning it up and turning it down. It is a bit all over the place, actually, because we I watch everything with subtitles. Mm-hmm. But there is... Oh, my God. And the subtitles what were you watching it on, point? actually? DVD or... <laughs> <laughs> Purely legal, of course. Surely. It, it could have been a codec problem, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> well, on our, our Stone Age physical media DVD which has fine. some very very funny misspelt subtitles oh fuck me yeah <laughs> when when she's lying in the corridor screeching that is that when, when Pyramid Head shows up the first time yeah and all the bugs are coming for Red for Pyramid her. whatever he's called then it says um, clittering bugs yeah it says clittering and scuttering bugs approaching <laughs> I assume it's supposed to say chittering and scuttling yeah not scuttering <laughs> scuttering <laughs> That's a very Irish-specific term, I assume. <laughs> yeah, no, I just paused and was like, hang on, does that say what I think it says? Yeah, cl- clittering and scuttering along yeah. would be something very different. Yeah. So I've got it in my notes. Uh, she beats up some homeless woman just for the crack and runs off. 
Basically. That's Dahlia, isn't it? That's Dahlia. She's been shunned by the community. I have her down as L'Oreal. I think it's a joke at her hair. <laughs> her she hair is that kind of... It's my hair, in fairness. Come on. It's it's forest witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. And I, I, I veer between forest witch and bush witch. So one's just bigger than the other and has more shit in it. <laughs> Fair enough. There's all the different bottles you can pick up and say, I need one for bird nest and shit witch, please. <laughs> yeah. I really like her. I like the fact that she's just puttering about even though she's been shunned mm-hmm. and she's trying to stop what happened to her happen, happen to anybody else. I feel kind of shitty, though, that she's trapped there when she tried her best to not let shit happen. Well, she did and she didn't. Well, yeah, she could when, told her Yeah, she, she did after a certain point. Yeah. You know, the point of no return. Yeah, after she handed spoilers. her child. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is absolutely spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, after she hands her child over to be burned, then she runs away to the cops to tell them. So yeah. she kind of does deserve some punishment. Also, Maybe not the, I also think she probably believed that her ma wasn't going to burn the child. Yeah. It's a bit extreme. Yeah. Well, even after the child was expelled for what they'd been through. Yeah. You kick up a bit of a stink then. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't wait for the mad cult to get involved. <laughs> so mad cults. You can't be up to them. <laughs> no, I do like the way that when she first shows up, it's like, oh, great. It's it's babbling mad character. Mm-hmm. And the first couple of times you see her, it's just babbling not or you assume it's babbling nonsense yeah but when you're re-watching it's like oh yeah no actually yeah everything she's saying is it's Dahlia. it's all perfectly sensible if you know what mm-hmm. what gets revealed in the giant expo dump at the end of the film yeah <laughs> at this point too we go back to uh homer as i've got him in the notes here i don't know <laughs> uh, he's back and doing his colombo impression trying to locate his wife bribes a mechanic when he should just close the fucking bonnet on his head and start up the motor I think this would be a different movie. We should have got Liam Neeson here. Yeah. I don't know. I think Sean Bean could Sean Bean if he was just like a Yorkshire man and somebody like messed with his brew and he was on a mission. <laughs> so yeah, somebody he's... killing his dog. I want to see like John Wick, the Yorkshire version with Sean Bean. Have you guys watched the Snowpiercer show? No, not, no, the, not show, the show. But the, the film. Not the show. He's in that and he is yeah. fucking superb. Oh, yeah. It's one of those shows I forgot it existed yeah. until I was going through. Well, we, we have been kind of meaning to check it out, but... We fucking do. Stop I... talking about it and just do it. <laughs> no, we're terrible for that. <laughs> we will eventually get around to it in like six years when somebody says, oh, it's it's just about to go off Netflix, by the way. Or when it's been cancelled and we're like, oh, we'll watch it the whole way through now because we don't have to wait on new episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's more likely. Yeah. But yeah, no, Sean Bean character is kind of just... I know he's shoehorned in there, but I actually don't mind the character so much because the breaks where you cut to what he's doing in the real world. Getting rained on, mostly. Yeah, it pisses rain in fucking West Virginia. He's a very moist man. Very damp. It does give you a break from the seriousness and, and the fuckery that's going on. Yeah. In the town. I think if it didn't have those, it would become very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it would be far less fucking interesting, though. Because well, you you're wouldn't... getting these tidbits from him. You wouldn't get that bit either of knowing that. Well, you see he's in the county records and it's like the assault and stuff like that. And you get the room number. Mm-hmm. But also you wouldn't get that knowledge that it's not just that the darkness is kind of this supernatural realm. Mm-hmm. But also when they go, to, when the cops go to the town, you realise that the space that Sybil and Rose are occupying 
is He's, not the same yeah. space as the cops are occupying because they're wandering around in the daylight and the other two are wandering around in the ash yeah in the same spaces so you realize oh actually hang on there's some sort of weird realm or dimension thing going on I suppose even on a piercing level it does give you a bit of breathing time mm. yeah no because i think it is because everything that's going on there is very heightened and tense yeah you couldn't keep that pace the whole way through mm. true yeah you need to have breaks in there and to all the locals are like oh we don't go there and we don't talk about it and it's really weird and but then, they all also seem to be part of some massive conspiracy to cover it all up for the greater good yeah if given that then and we're saying that well maybe actually he's not or he is useful to the plot could we have given his plot line some more some more of the exposition that comes in the, the big exposition dump at the, the end? The dump to her. Because um, that's... Yeah, that's... There's a, a lot going strange. on in that one. Because even if it was just the cop returning to the scene, because ultimately he is very connected to what's going on. Yeah, so he yeah. could have given a good bit of the information that yeah. Dark Alessa gives to Rose at the end. Uh, is it... Gucci, the cop, could have given to Chris. Yeah, why they called him Gucci, I don't know. I've got him down as Barney. Barney. He's Gucci. <laughs> Barney would have been a better name for him than Gucci. Yeah. Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> but yeah, Gu- Gucci could have given him some of that Sorry, information. Sorry, because there's, a really, there's a, a really famous knockoff of Gucci called Coochie. Coochie. Like, Coochie, yeah. Okay. It's just the C instead of the G, but it's a... It, oh, so we're calling him Coochie. Officer Coochie. Coochie. What did you say? Coochie? No, 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 no. What did you have him down as? Barney? Barney. Barney. Homer and Barney. <laughs> so he's Officer Barney mm. Coochie. He's a bit of a fucking smartass, though. Like the man <laughs> The in- first thing he says to him is after he knows this guy is after his wife. Yeah, he's like, I've lost <laughs> my wife this and weather? child. Yeah, like this man is frantic to find his child, which is... But it was passion real. His wife seems to have <laughs> suffered from some sort of fucking delusion. Yes. And has taken his child. And his reaction is perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm. And the police don't seem to be doing anything. And he's going off to do his own thing. So why would you be such a fucking arsehole to him? Yeah, yeah. I know well, they like, have to establish parameters and stuff like that. but I don't want to make excuses for him. But if I had to walk around with what looked like chronic masturbation scars in the palms of my hands my whole life, I'd probably be a little <laughs> bit snarky too. I could, he does have that line then later on when they're, when they're driving through the town and the cop is calling out for Rose and Sharon. And Chris is like, oh, let me try it. He's like, well, it's my experience that 90% of the time if a wife runs away to a place like this, it's because she's mad at her husband. Rose? (laughs) In fairness, you are right, though. She does basically just kidnap. She kidnaps the child. Like, he rings me. He's like, where are you? And he, like, fucking cancels Yeah, we need need to go to, like, a doctor in the hospital with her and get medication. Yeah, he's right. He's like, our kid, there's something seriously wrong with our kid. She's really traumatized. We need to get her help not maybe try and find the place she came from and bring her back there and re-traumatize her well yeah because because that's she exactly does research what you do. and she finds out that the town is really fucked up so maybe she saw some shit because she's old enough when they get her she's supposed to be nine or ten and they've had they've and had, the the town is supposed to have been it's, it's, yeah, it's but like how long have they had her she's adopted she's nine in the case files so I think they've only had her for... They've only they don't think they've had her for that long, but yeah. but the child is still only nine years old. No, I know that, but that's what I was saying. Like, how long have they roughly had her adopted? I don't think it's specifically mentioned. What is it with you and this fascination with children's age? Just move on. Will you fucking stop yeah. it? 
Nobody, if you if you've adopted a kid who has a like bewildering past, who's having like nightmares and stuff like that, you don't take them back to the place you think they may have come from. That's got all this like weird, creepy shit attached to it, because that's probably why the kid's having nightmares. Oh, absolutely not. No, that's why we're on we're on Sean being side. Yeah, <laughs> we've never told people to go explain whatever's causing them quite a bit of distress to no. talk it out with their priest. Uh, uh. We would never do such a thing. And then go get drunk about it afterwards. It's a bit of an off point again, but every time that Nokia, I think it's the 3310, came up on the lanyard. Oh, yeah. That tickled me. That aged the film more than the special effects did. Yeah. Because the special effects were pretty good. Like They held Until up okay. the very end. And then it seemed to drastically shift. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose that's because I, I'm guessing everything else was mostly CGI prosthetic up to that point. Yeah, there is a lot of prosthetic work in and it. And then all those bad wire deaths are CG. No. And they, yeah, it, it, it doesn't look terrible. It just, it looks like the last kind of 10 minutes or so that you're watching a TV show rather than a, a big yeah. movie. It kind of reminded me of when the mayor turns into the giant snake in Buffy. <laughs> Sorry. You're not far wrong. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> You're it not had far that wrong. kind of a look about it. Only nobody got penetrated with barbed wire. No. Could have done without that. Yeah. I was trying to think, was that just homage to the Evil Dead, the tree rape? Yeah. It, I, I think so. It's very much that and like just evil vines. and. Mm. But but knowing knowing where he drew inspiration for that, for, for that scene. Not Evil Dead. <laughs> was there an Evil Dead hentai? You seem to be quite the expert on it. No, I just rented, rented one accidentally once when I was like 14. Uh-huh. Then the internet arrived and I didn't have to rent anymore. <laughs> Hentai straight into your home. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it is probably a bit of an evil dead. Yeah, homage. there is a bit there as well. I just, no, oh, can we just, uh, um, I ha- have a question about the tensile strength of the ropes that they're using. Because she was fairly... <laughs> 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 Because <laughs> the cop was fairly barbecued. Their like, tensile strength or their ability to withstand flames. Well, both. Maybe they were bungee cords. They're indestructible. Because <laughs> she was fairly, you know. Oh, she was charred. Yeah, like. Yeah, they took their time with those shots too. Like, yeah. Really make out the skin crackle. It was pulled pork starting to happen. Oh yeah, no, oh, that you, looked really good as well. Actually, you, you know that whole place smelled amazing. Oh, tasty! If you've ever been to like a whole hog roast, because in fairness, we long did, pig. We did um, Doomsday. Uh, Doomsday, and that was twenty twelve. And Sean getting... Pertwee gets roasted alive in that, yeah. and it, it looks okay, but it doesn't look she great. She looked better. She he this was, was about medium well. She's well done. <laughs> yeah, but this was a good few. This would have been seven or eight years. What yeah. was this? Two thousand and six. Two thousand six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, five, six yeah. years before that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that Sybil getting but, burnt looks great because it was quite a subtle blistering. Normally, when people yeah. burst up into heat, get kind of you're it's not sure you're fat, seeing it at first. Like the yeah. fat bubbling under the skin. Considering I have burnt the shit out of myself many a time, and it's <laughs> not like that though. No, but I've watched the blisters come up. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a really well done. Because it was quite the lingering shot. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were very proud of that. I like as well the fact that as they're lowering her over and she starts to pant with the heat. Mm. Yeah. You know, like if you in a sauna when somebody throws a lehu on and it hits you and you're not prepared for it and you do that kind of like, holy shit, I can't breathe because my mouth is full of hot air thing. Yeah. 
I love that too. That's the moment she starts swearing them out. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with all you? As they start, <laughs> yeah. From Up when she goes point, from ninety like, to eighty-five, she's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yeah. So don't let the kid watch. What's wrong with you people? No. And then they start to lower down, and they say, "Oh yeah, fuck you, fuck, fuck the lot of you, fuck the lot of you, sugar of wankers." <laughs> I mean, I don't blame her. Yeah. Oh, certainly, that's how I would go. And especially considering everything that happened. Like, if you if this film was from her perspective... Mm. You know, oh, yeah, poor woman was just doing her job. Just, uh, yeah, on a normal it's day. It's a real bad mm. day. There's a suspicious woman. Yeah. I better go and follow her. Oh, she's running away from me. Oh, she's gone into this horrible town. Oh, oh shit. fuck, there's monsters. Oh, there's a cult as well. Oh, I can't get out because the road's just gone. Because she does try and leave. Yeah, there's that point where they find out the earth is flat. Ah, oh, <laughs> bollocks, they were right all along. <laughs> It's just turtles all the way down. <laughs> but she never she never wavers. No. She does have her moments. There's that really weird moment when she's freaking out and fucking Rose is like, it's okay. Didn't like that, actually. Because yeah. Rose up until that point is not a good mom. Like, After... Like, why? And it's not the voice of reason. Like, why does she suddenly get this moment to be all like, I'm okay, when, I've survived this, it's fine. When Rose and Sybil meet back up, when Pyramid Head shows up the first time and you know they're like pinned in the room together mm-hmm. and Rose has basically spent the last 20 minutes on screen screaming yeah, and I'm we crying. haven't seen Sybil at all who's been the tough cop presence and then she saves Rose and the two of them get attacked by Pyramid Head then he, disintegra- he disintegrates away and Sybil starts having a freak out and all of a sudden rightly so well yeah understandably and all of a sudden Rose is like it's okay we'll get through this like I'm the strong woman now out of nowhere (laughs) and yeah it was like where did this come from like you've been screaming non-stop for 20 minutes yeah and doing stupid things and making poor choices oh well she made poor choices from the very start of the film you have been making poor choices from the very start from that rugby tackle onwards (laughs) (laughs) also lock your doors at night that stops your child leaving the house well, some sleepwalkers do open locks and stuff like that. Yeah, but then... You... Uh, stick them on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Animals. Have an alarm. Have some... I, I don't know. There's ways... Well, I mean, they found her that she had gotten outside. Yeah. So, yeah. they had some notification. <laughs> oh, we could... They're terrible parents. Yeah. So, when they stumble around Silent Hill and she finds this sign and the only landmark on it is the school... So you got like street names and the only yeah. landmark. Oh, there was a post office too now. Was there the post office? I missed that. There was a post office and the school. Yeah, it was, that was it. Because it starts and there's like one street name and then the post office. Mm-hmm. And then nothing for ages and then it ends at the school. <laughs> That's all there is in the town. Is that not how your starter map is when you get into the town? And as you explore, does it fill in more of it? Is that like a game easter egg? I never played the games because I'm a fucking wuss. Defer to our guest for that one. <laughs> you played the game? No, no map. No map? There's no map. No, in you uh, unless I missed it. Are you just wander around aimlessly? Yeah, you kind of get to know a field first. You unlock shortcuts. Oh yeah. right. It uh, loops on itself eventually. Oh joy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that yeah, that was just a weird choice then. Apparently. Okay, I thought there was some, I, I honestly because I have I think I played about five ten minutes of. Like when there was a demo for one of them. Mm-hmm. And I remember like you basically drive up and there is a map for that. There is a town map. No. In that one. That was Silent. I played I played the Stairs of Silent Hill 2. Was that it? I, yeah, I had a loan of it. And I played the Stairs of Silent Hill 2 for like a day or two. But I remember being like, you know, when you go there, into there's like a There's a map park? in the second one, I think, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was the second one. But I was it was playing. like a park map or something, you know, like yeah. it's on the big bulletin board that you get. Like... I remember the maps for the first game when it got printed in magazines at the time. Mm. Yes. Yes, oh. uh, buying the Xbox magazine to get the fucking either that coats. or you're thinking of the, <laughs> either that or you're thinking of the map from Deadly Premonition. 
No, that's awful because you can't zoom out on it. <laughs> that's that's a whole other podcast entirely. Can't wait for that movie. On, on a very fun side note. <laughs> oh, fuck, the, could you um, imagine? Speaking of the original game, actually, apparently Christoph Gantz was a massive fan and spent like five years lobbying. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he really campaigned to get this. He he went, he shot like... Did Konami ever license anything else for this sort of... Well, there was a 3D film as well, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. That was a follow-up to this, yeah. I think I've seen it, but I remember absolutely <laughs> nothing about it. No, it was interesting to see that he was, that he seemed to be a massive fan and he spent like a whole lot of his own money and filmed like a short film or a scene or two from this yeah. and sent it over to them and they were so impressed they were like, oh, oh okay, fair enough, we'll, we'll sell you the rights to make a film then. <laughs> we have seen the second one because I recognise the cast, but I had no recollection of it whatsoever yeah it's like a teenage her and the dad Sean Bean disappears so he doesn't even have to be in the whole film oh I remember nothing about that and Carrie Ann Moss is in it as well (laughs) no definitely don't remember that yeah no I I remember we did watch it Mm. but I think we both got bored and we're like paying attention to other things ah so what happened to you for this one yeah I don't think I made any of the sequels. No, no, I don't think we made it through the no, sequel. No, I can, I can get where you would get bored in this one and just be like, oh, fuck this shit. And that's that massive exposition dump because it does very much put the brakes on. For me, it was when she's crossing the crater, when she's seen the ghost child again. Oh, the, the drippy kid. Yeah. So she's like <laughs> crossed over because watching it, she does like a Tarzan swing to get across the chasm again. Oh, yeah, I like, yeah. I don't remember that. And then, yes, it <laughs> turns out that was my tuning out point. Yeah, that whole thing there where it's like, oh, you found her and that. And then it just launches into this massive story that isn't really necessary. Well, I mean, it's necessary because it tells you everything that happened in the past. But it is a bit of jarring because it's like, oh, you finally made it here and your reward is the truth. And then you get the story. But as an audience member, you're like, hang on. <laughs> What reward? That. That's not like a what? reward. I could have like done you, without that. You've been trying that. to kill her for the entire film, have you not? <laughs> like, are you not the one who's responsible for all the horrible monsters? Why are you rewarding her with anything other than death? You find out the very end of, of her massive expo dump that, oh yeah, I, I wanted you to get here so that now I can use you to mm-hmm. get my revenge. Why but- would... If she's created this whole town, if she's had a basically fucking WandaVision moment... Yeah. And created this whole town and all of that to get revenge on the townspeople. Yeah. Why would she ever allow them to create a safe haven within that? Well, I'm going to assume the church was already there. Yeah, but why would she allow the townspeople the power to create a safe haven within her world, which is designed to torture them? Is it that hallowed grounds kind of idea? But the whole town burned to the ground and it's all a figment of her. No, the whole town didn't burn to the ground. Her psyche, though, that's controlling the parts events of, that are going on. Parts of the town burnt down. Parts of it are fine, as we see from Chris and, yeah. and, and Gucci, Gucci, Barney mm. going around. Gucci, Gucci. Um, Gucci, Gucci. Because <laughs> I thought this was like a carbon copy dimension. Yeah. Kind of yeah, no, I just, I just question why, if she controls everything, why she would allow them somewhere that they can hide from the punishment. I think it's more she's trapped them in this other realm with her but the other realm is based on the real world that's why it has all the same buildings and stuff yeah no i yeah, i'm not questioning any of that rule. my questioning is why is has she allowed them to continue to have a refuge 
from the darkness. Because I don't. She has no control of. She has no. No. Yeah, if it was a clean carbon copy, everything moved over, and that happened to be in the real world, and it got copied over. I don't think she intended. Yeah, that was a bastion of their faith to begin with. So I think she can't. That was already going to be a problem for her. Oh, okay. I think I don't know. Yeah, it's, no, it's just that if she seems to control everything else that's going on, that this is this is the foundation of her revenge. Mm-hmm. Why she would allow them any relief? Because I'm imagining that much hatred, you're going to go fairly old school. We're talking like Titan kind of levels of of petty revenge. Well, yeah, but not petty, but <laughs> but then there would be no film. Yeah, <laughs> unless she really enjoyed toying with them. Picking them off one by one. What was her face? Anna, who gets her skin ripped off. That was nice. That That's a particularly nice one. <laughs> and she kind of deserved it too. Like, everybody else is running inside and freaking out. I was throwing the fucking stones. Yeah. And she yeah. was ginger. I, fucking <laughs> double dose. The, when they meet her in the first place, and what the line she says, are those who are evil deserve to lose their spawn? She's had, she's a couple of lines that she delivers like that. That and I just love the way she delivers it because it's that flat by rope has been beaten into me from a really early age delivery. Mm-hmm. And it, there's a few things that she says like that mm. that have that just completely mechanical repetition to them. Well, you'd have to really believe something to burn a child over it. Yeah. So you'd like to think they're brainwashed on yeah. some level. Yeah, and when the world is like this around you, to think that. Well, my way has to be the right way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no, no. No, no. I just love the, the nice touch of adding the, the very mechanical aspect to it. Like, mm. when, like when kids reciting their multiplication tables, anybody reciting mm-hmm. the alphabet. No, there is for, for a dumb video game film from the early 2000s, mm. there is some really nice subtle bits to it. Well, it's nice that the cultists aren't very stereotypical I know they have the fervor the fervor and they're burning people and they've got mm. that whole thing and she's like full on witch burn the witch burn the witch <laughs> you know she doesn't even check to see if they float against a duck um, <laughs> but they, they just they don't seem to have the cultish mentality they're not doing the whole atypical capes and chanting and mm-hmm. what you would normally see in any sort of depiction where they're trying to like banish evil where they go this super religious kind of Mm. Route. No, they just look like haggard peasants. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they haven't got, kind of gone Heaven's Gate matching tracksuits. <laughs> no. Which is no, the but other it was the 70s, that, so it would have been shell suits. <laughs> but that's when you get a lot of kind of like the religious cults being depicted. Yeah. They do tend to all very much dress the same, become mm. one. In this, they're just like kind of a desperate tames people, and she just happens to be the voice of authority. Isn't that the way they operated before the Dark Worlds happened? It seemed like the met in secret in that hotel yeah that bit i always found to be kind of weird because it was like they make out like that's They're just a pillars. small section of the town yeah but it's the important people in the town and normally anytime you get that kind of a, a cult storyline it's it's like the wicker man it's the whole yeah. town is in on it yeah. it's not a portion of the town and some of the rest of them are okay and most of them are fine or whatever but, and these are all seem and to be like bit, pillars of, commu- of the community in their own right and not involved in like not removed from everybody by being involved in like a religious organization it's not like the high ranking members of the church got yeah together it's, and did this. This was it's like a the little bit blurry of the town mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's I it's always thought that like was a bit weird fucking stone cutters <laughs> Stone cutters, but they burn children. Yeah, but like <laughs> that, it's that kind of we a thing do. where <laughs> we do. 
like that's the kind of vibe I got off it that it is like they do seem to have these like kind of very extreme beliefs but it's the beliefs that tie them together through their want of the greater good as opposed to well what do they want in the 70s you think it's a bit hot fuzz they yeah because <laughs> in, in take that wrinkle tits I understand um, why they're trying to fight the demon and the evil in the dark world where they're constantly yeah. getting harassed by what, horrible creatures what, but what, like, what were they, they trying to do in the 70s well they're shunning a child they're shunning the mother because she's had she's the daughter of like this incredibly pious woman mm. Who's like the moral upstanding fucking judges everybody in the community. Mm-hmm. Like she is, yeah. everybody must compare it to her. She is that by which everybody else is judged. Mm. And her own daughter has had a child with somebody who she won't fucking name. Is it daughter or sister? Daughter. I thought she calls her sister. No, daughter. Oh. That she won't name with somebody from outside of the town, presumably out of wedlock. So she's got an uncontrollable daughter with a child that she has deemed not good enough. Mm-hmm. Hardly requires burning the child. No, so. she's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, but I'll pull it back to the school, as we were talking earlier, because there are yeah. big plot points happen there. Yeah. The way she gets treated, because you get a few flashbacks when you actually get to the location, uh, they're mm. full on. Oh, kids are horribly Yeah, cruel. the kids are calling her a witch, and you kind of put that, uh, oh, well, kids are our souls. But, this, but the parents are telling them not yeah, to do it. This That's is where the whole it comes thing. From. Is the, ta- the whole town is turned mm. against them. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole sins of the father. Like, yeah. It's not the child's fault. No. Oh, no. I think in an earlier draft, they had, you know, in like that flashback where the kids are all saying burn the witch and throwing books yeah. at her and stuff. There was like a longer sequence where she uses some like psychic powers and there was going to be a few flashbacks oh, to show. They're going to have like a Carrie moment. Right? Yeah, they were going to have a few flashbacks to show that the kid she had. young Carrie. <laughs> she did, yeah. <laughs> but I think they decided to cut it. I'm not, I don't know if they said why, but I'd imagine they decided that it. It was too much like. Well, it would make more sense or she's less, maybe would seem less of an innocent if she has these powers already. Yeah, yeah less sympathetic towards her. Yeah, she whereas if she was just a pure innocent way. child that gets killed or not gets killed, yeah. but gets horribly disfigured and then develops the psychic powers afterwards yeah. from the hate mm-hmm. as opposed to having the psychic powers beforehand that get amplified. Yeah. But yeah, in an earlier version of the script, she did have psychic powers and that was one of the reasons it was like, oh, she was born out of wedlock and she has these psychic powers, she's a demon child. No, she's just born out of wedlock and, and the matriarch of the society has deemed her not worthy. Therefore, mm. she is so I suppose, shunned by the society. It would almost be kinder to just let them leave. Yeah, the, the psychic power thing would have made her, yeah, less sympathetic, but I suppose would have made the... Would have justified... Would have yeah, more position. justified the cult's position yeah. of demon child. So yeah, Do probably you- a better choice to not have her have powers before. That kid is great, actually. Uh, Jodel Ferdinand, Ferdinand. I love her in Atlanta. I can't remember. Yeah, she shows up in Stargate. There's an episode you can watch. Yours. Oh, wow. What a connection. Thank yeah, you. I've Stargate it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, she's really good in this. Yeah. Really, really. Particularly, obviously, as the, the evil child. Sharon is probably the weakest of the three characters. Mm. Sharon. Sharon. There was, <laughs> there was a bit. Hang on in the trivia that cracked me up. I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> Yeah, Rana Mitchell. Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> Just when you were talking about extended uh, other cuts, I was talking to people about this movie and apparently there is like not a director's cut, but there's an extended version that has just never saw the light of day. Except in Canada, apparently. Is that what it was? Well, this is like two hours long. Well, I saw that in the in the trivia. It said there was a 132-minute 
Mm. Yeah, in, in Canada, there's rumored to exist an extended cut which runs 132 minutes approximately. It is also said to be the full uncut version of the film itself, which to this day has never been released outside Canada. This version, being the full version of the movie that was filmed, contains longer, sometimes more explicit scenes, more disturbing features, as well as extended scenes that explains everything, unlike the American theatrical cut that was possibly... Oh, because that doesn't explain enough. <laughs> yeah, that was possibly all cut to prevent an NC-17 rating in the USA. And then like two or three lines down in the trivia... <laughs> The version we see in theatres is the one that Christoph Gantz wanted us to see. He said in an interview <laughs> that the studio executives loved his version and he was never asked to cut anything down out of the film's length. Although the initial script of the film was expected to be closer to three hours, the film was never shot with that length in mind. So Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, because I think there was the same thing for Crying Freeman. Like They thought that was going to be incredibly long, but they just had options. Yeah, It certainly sounds like there was more scripted. Yeah, but I don't know if there was um, anything more shot because on the DVD there's no there's no deleted scenes, mm-hmm. no there's or no, extended scenes there or anything is like that. Special features, but it's a behind the scenes. It's a making of, yeah, yeah. From what I believe as well, Rada Mitchell was quite irritating to work with, so maybe they did want to, but then decided not to <laughs> because she took four or five takes to just get going every day. Yeah, apparently it took and her that, a couple of takes to get into the swing of things. And that <laughs> irritated everybody else who was ready to go. The thing that I was looking for about was about Radha Mitchell tried to change one of Jodell Ferland, the kid's lines. And apparently it caused Jodell to exclaim that doing so would destroy the line's biblical symbolism. <laughs> no fucking 10 year old child said that. <laughs> Fuck off, IMDb trivia. I asked a child what did they want to be when they grew up. And they said... Happy. I want to be a steam shovel. <laughs> That's more likely. <laughs> Fucking idiots! I'd never give you a decent answer. <laughs> my owner, my only other favorite bit of trivia was that this film is included on Roger Ebert's most hated list of films. And uh, I'm starting to sense a bit of a trend. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's about our fourth or fifth one we've covered where know. I've said that. I think I had the same thing that you had that I just kind of have blanked the whole end of it because I thought that Pyramid Head was in it for way more. Mm. And I don't remember the end being so kind of mm-hmm. there. It's just there. They, they did want to have like multiple Pyramid Heads back for the end sequence. I have had something a ton in my head that heads. the final sequence was some big like showdown with him. And I don't know. I obviously imagined this. Apparently. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's in the second film. That might be in the second film, and I've just mashed them together. Yeah, because you'd imagine once she gets access to the church, Pyramid Head and the cockroach rat things would all come storming in yeah. as soon as she had access, but yeah. it just never happened. Yeah, That's so what I thought. Like, Maybe... Oh, you brought the darkness mm-hmm. in, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, we're going to get it now, over. and it's going to be like boss fight. Yeah, but maybe not the rest of them. I was looking forward to like major boss But yeah, because the, the babies and Colin and uh, the weird armless man and, and all yeah. the other monsters the just nurses, seem like... I want to see the nurses all come in and be like, hello, and, sailor. And yeah, even... <laughs> well, but even the nurses, they all just seemed like kind of one-offs. Yeah. But Pyramid Head is, yeah, he's that boss he moves through, character yeah, and you see him twice yeah. up to that point. So you, you, you do kind of expect him to come back and then he just doesn't. Yeah. They did want to have like 12 of him for the final scene and have a whole lot of him running around ripping up the congregation. But that was going to be too expensive, so they went for CGI barbed wire instead. I think I might have mashed part of the second one into the first one in my recollection of it. <laughs> well, I remember nothing about the second one. Because so. I just, it's something in my head, I'm like, pyramid head, big face off, more than just through a door. Well, he does get the big skin rip off scene, which yeah, is Yeah, but no, this nice. was more him with the big ass sword. Mm. 
and going at somebody, but obviously I think that must be in the second one, and I've just lost my mind. Jesus Christ, what Pyramid Head and the nurses did for the Halloween scene. (laughs) (laughs) Slutty nurses never looked so good. Don't want to be a slutty nurse? Wrap your face up in a bandage. Do you happen to find yourself being a bit of a butterface? Have I got the costume for you? (laughs) (laughs) It's better than that paper bag you wore last year. (laughs) And yes, Pyramid Heads, get that ass out in the cool autumn breeze. (laughs) Perfect for trick-or-treating. The two of them aren't from the first game, though, are they? They're from, like, later games? Oh, no. If you want to get nerd rage on it... um... They're from the second game and they're in the second game for very specific reasons based on the psychology of the character. I'm aware of that, yeah. So they're only here because they look cool. Yeah. yeah. But I do like did it get they, much flack? No, that when she has to move through the nurses when they all freeze. Mm. I li- did like that. Is that like stop motion or something? No, they're dancers. They filmed them in, um, um, like them walking. They walked backwards. Ah. And then they run the film in reverse. Yeah. And that's what gives them that real disjointed look. It's a very unnatural movement. It's really well done. Mm. A lot of them are classically trained ballerinas who can move and hold their feet, like their bodies in really weird positions. <laughs> And do it in almost complete synchronicity because they're all from the core. And if they don't, they will be beaten by a Russian <laughs> lady who's very old and has a cane. Yeah. So a lot of the a lot of the stunt performers in this were were dancers to give them those weird because they can do those weird movements. But the guy who played Pyramid Head was the guy in the toilet as well, who's like tied up as the contortion. Mono. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's calling the janitor. But he as was well. the, He's the, the, the he was the movement coordinator for all of it. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was the armless guy no, as well. But he, no, he I wasn't. think he had enough of characters that he couldn't see shit. <laughs> oh, Colin on his tongue. That's that was quite the scene. Yeah, yeah Colin. That. Oh, that bit when she's got to reach into his mouth yeah. to get. Nah, nah, I don't like that. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to. No, it just now. Nah, Although, I and again it. A reminiscent of like all the the beautiful traps and saw mm. the way he's held up in that him and the crucified minor guy yeah earlier on just before she meets the creepy but babies is it slot in seven the guy who's just lying on the bed and they think he's dead and he's that not. would be slot wouldn't it he's slot yeah i think yeah. It's very similar to that as well it's not the razor strap on guy no <laughs> All the creatures and all the like deaths and stuff, with, with the exception of that end scene where it's it's massively CG. Yeah, they all look class. Yeah, the the little baby creatures are freaky looking and class. <laughs> the armless dude is the freaky looking and The guy with the class. twisted face, I love him because I was an actual prosthetic, and they used the actor's face. Mm-hmm. And, the witch and pulled it. The guy with the two faces, or the face is almost like twisted around. The baby thing. Yeah, as a twisted face. That yeah. was a an actual contortionist inside it. Yeah, and it was like um, with prosthetics on it as well. I loved that one. She also couldn't see out of it. Yeah, nobody could see shit in this film. Cat. Yes, again, a cat making the odd visual appearance as opposed to an audio appearance. Oh, he might make an audio. No, don't make him make any noise. Quite gassy at the minute. <laughs> God, I hope it's not that kind. <laughs> I feel like we've done an awful lot of shitting on this film, but I do really enjoy it. Yeah, it scares me still. It just makes me feel uneasy and that's mostly the soundtrack. Damn, the other way. I thought this was a waste of fucking time. And I'm quite angry at both of you for making me watch it. I never once asked you whether or not it was a film you enjoyed. I was just like, hey, come on and do this film with us. 
I enjoy the first half of this film. I could kind of do without the second half of this film. I think it trails off quite badly. Yeah, I think it wasn't... Not that it wasn't as good as I remember, but yeah, I, I had forgotten about that massive, massive exposition yeah. dump and at the end. And it just like, puts the brakes on all the momentum that you've I been just, getting. Because up until this point, you're getting these little tidbits and you're getting closer and you've found the cultists and you're starting to get some answers and things. And yeah, I think I remember. winding up. Definitely sets the mood and builds up intrigue really well. It just doesn't deliver on it. Fucking yeah. slams into a brick wall. <laughs> I think that's what I, I remembered the mm-hmm. the atmosphere and the setup of this stuff and the sense of unease that I got from some of the scenes and from some of the music. And yeah, I think I also forgot the ending. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all forgot the ending of this film. Well he never saw the ending. <laughs> <laughs> we all walked out. <laughs> yeah, but because when it I, just I mean happened, I still didn't hate it. Like, oh okay, so why is she gonna do with this information now? Is she gonna go off and confront the big bad? But then that kind of is a bit of a letdown. Well, yeah, because what is the bad... Well, it's not that the, the monsters are still kind of bad, but what's controlling all the bad things at the start mm-hmm. is Alessa. Yeah. And then you find out the cultists killed Alessa, so they're bad too. But then the bad guy becomes the good guy to kill the other bad guys. Can, can we have a, a, a side note? Side oh, he farted. <laughs> yeah, I told you he was farty. Sorry, can we have a sidebar of a moment of appreciation for Alice Creek, whose surname I don't think I'm saying correctly. I think it's I think it's Creek. Is it Creek? Christabella? Yes. Yeah, she plays the the cult leader pretty. I know she didn't really like the role because she felt that she was too evil. Well, I mean, how how the woman evil? Burns do you, children. Yeah, you burn children. Like, well, how how much it less evil does she need to be? Well, confirmed, she's the Borg Queen, and the Borg Queen is is more nuanced. Oh, what she just it was. Just it, a, it's it's cult- just evil. There's nothing there, else it there. It was very one note, evil burn the witch. Although I do love that hand gesture when she's looking at the locket. She closes it and goes straight into the devil horns. Yeah. And starts screaming witch at her because everyone's a witch to her. <laughs> Actually, I did notice then Dahlia uses the same. She uses the devil horns yeah. at Anna before Pyramid Head appears behind her. Yeah. So I was like, is it a sign that the cultists use? Or is it a sign that the well, she's not a witch, but that yeah. <laughs> they use against the cultists? But no, uh, Alice Creek. Is that is, to ward off the evil eye? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they know what they wanted to use it for in the film. Either, yeah. To be honest with you, because I always took it as being cuckold. It has lots of meanings. It does. The one thing I've made a note on was they were all praying inside the church with their eyes open, and that just seems strange. <laughs> what kind of psycho prays with their eyes open? Oh well, how else will you see the priest creeping up on you? You can normally smell them. <laughs> but I like the fact that she always looks very self-satisfied and smug. Mm. The whole thing is this the, the self-assurance of I am correct and you will do what I say. And she has all the bones of a great cult leader. And she's only too happy when she discovers that she's got an excuse to... Burn the child. Burn attack, the attack Rose and yeah. Sybil and then burn another child. She's like, oh, brilliant. She's yes. just got a towel hard on for burning people. She really does. It's been like 30 years since she last burnt a child. She's fucking Jones in for it. Yeah. That sweet toddler hit. You know, Mono. When- is it? Are we, is she jonesing <laughs> for the burning of the child, or does she just really enjoy long pig? It's been a while since they've had some fresh meat. Maybe that's it. Yeah, they just want some fresh meat. They have been out looking for food. They found fucking nothing. Yeah. Bit of barbecue. They're all a yeah, bit emaciated. They need, all they needed was an excuse. It's just like a. It's just like a milk-fed calf. It's exactly the same. It's fine. I was going through the notes again, and I kept seeing protein Pete come up. Protein Pete. Yeah, I think that's Pyramid Head. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he be protein, Pete? Because you don't get that physique if you're vegan. 
I've no idea. Nutritional <laughs> yeast is not is not, not that good. It's not like there's many other male characters that it could be. In fact, he plays like three of it's them. It's not Homer or Barney. Uh, because I've got on the notes here, Ginger is pelting L'Oreal with rocks. Rotten bastard. She tries to get one last shot in, but Protein Pete strips her twice. <laughs> yeah, I think he removes all the clothes the first time and then just all the meat. And, and then, then he twists and rips Grabs and twists the skin. Yeah. And, and that was a very prosthetic as well. wet as well. Yeah. Good foliars. The foliars had great fun on this. Mm-hmm. I will, yeah, actually, I will say the sound effects are You great reckon on that this. at the end with all the barbed wire, it's just them fucking oh, bucket That's just three or four foliars going mad with slinkies <laughs> in front of microphones. It's <laughs> what it sounds like. It does. It has a very distinct slinky sound. That's only because we still have a slinky. And now everyone else is going, what the fuck is a slinky? Every, every house should have a slinky. <laughs> everyone knows it's slinky. No, we're, we're, we're not going for the no. team tune or um, Eddie Murphy rants. Yeah. <laughs> and Goonie Goo. <laughs> fall down the stairs. <laughs> well, apparently we are. <laughs> Your wife scares my children. <laughs> oh, I'm funny. Uh, so was there anything that you did? or Well, sorry, I was going to say, you, you obviously have enjoyed a couple of bits about the film, but... Well, I think that's the problem. It had good bits in it. I think... Looking back, you remember the good bits, but you remember the fucking shite holding it all together. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't until I, I sat down we, to watch I think it again. We all blanked out the shit blue. Yeah. But it was it, it. The good bits were good enough to leave an impression anyway, because yeah. mm. like, the atmosphere the, is class. Literally, the first two thirds of this movie are like brilliant, and then it does kind of stumble. Mm. It trips itself and never quite gets there. Mm. Now it never falls flat, but it's you know when you're trip and you're falling and you're trying to keep your feet under your head because if your head goes over your feet that's it it's done for <laughs> and you run around the garden and ever so smaller circles until you eventually collapse. fall over yeah this doesn't quite get to the collapsing but it's definitely in the spiral mm-hmm. yeah like it does that exposition dump just completely takes the wind out and the it thing fails. is it i don't know it might just be me but it, it gets good again then at the very end yeah that's what I was saying it, it trips and end. it's kind of going and you know like you're going well oh, you might when, you might you might oh no no never mind they fell over <laughs> when everything is okay and you get your happy ending that's not, not a really happy a happy ending, ending. No. I kind of like that they never left because yeah they because it's Hotel California <laughs> It's it's supposed to be ambiguous, but I don't think it's, it's not ambiguous. That ambiguous at all. What is ambiguous is that fucking unicorn at the end of Blade Runner. <laughs> what got me before they left the church towards the end, and I think they just told Sharon to do a creepy smile on the way out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do us a fa- do us a favor there, love. Do you know classic creepy kids? If you were standing on the other side of the fucking church, you knew she was possessed. Yeah. Fucking child's demon. Yeah, the absolute yeah, demeanor has changed because yeah, that child some has hot, been holy water on the child before she left the building. <laughs> <laughs> so everything's covered in fucking blood. Yeah, but then gets into the car and lies down and puts her thumb in her mouth like the normal child, and then gets back to the house and looks all creepy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a changeling. <laughs> Did you notice when they drove past the the gas station, uh, the little Easter egg on the sign? No, no. it said Mono is a wanker. <laughs> I must go back and check <laughs> Freeze for him <laughs> Sean Bean is fucking useless We get to the end of the movie And he's having a wee fucking nap on the sofa <laughs> Because he has had such a fucking busy day Of doing nothing But shout Rose Let's not forget 
His plan was to return with people who knew what they were actually doing. I'm coming back with guys. And then he lay there on the sofa. <laughs> He's going to get the ghost facers. Yes, he should get the ghost facers. Why has he contacted the FBI? He has a missing child and the local authorities don't give a shit. How did she not notice that she drove back for like however many long across however many states through the same fog? Oh, it's quiet today. <laughs> the whole time. And then the same fog like, is the same fog is at her house and Ohio, inside her Ohio house. Ohio borders West Virginia. So depending on how far into either state they are. Well, it was long enough that they had to take a stop and a yeah. nap on the way to get there. So, yeah, this fog's been hanging around for a real long time. But I don't know, I think I just like not happy endings. <laughs> yeah. Especially in horror fun. films. But they have to get back somehow because there's a sequel. <laughs> a sequel that we remember nothing and about. the daughter's in so it. <laughs> yeah, it's the daughter and her boyfriend going looking for the dad. So I'm coming back for the sequel, is that it? Uh, no, we'll bring you back for something that you hate. I want somebody to do Something Strictly that you Ballroom remember that you hate. nobody will. And I love that film. What? Strictly Ballroom. I don't think that would be for Chris. No, fucking strictly ballroom, your thing. Silent Hill isn't my fucking thing. I still came on. <laughs> we'll let we'll let you choose next time. Then how about that? Ooh, don't think about pedophiles, please. <laughs> Not hard candy. Fucking beat the Freakmans. <laughs> but yeah, I think that we've we've just about co- well, we've covered everything and nothing about this film at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you fucking zigzagged all over that. I had this plot for plot as it unfolded. Um, no, yeah. no, that that only happens when. No, we have we have well, sorry. What little structure we do have seems to fly out the window when we have guests, and we just jump all around the place. Yeah. I had all this fucking NHS material for the hospital bit, and no, yeah, not going to use that, pricks. <laughs> Maybe you could just you could just read through your notes now, and I can try and edit it back in and just slot it in, in the right place. The nurses were a lot nicer in Silent Hill than they are here. True. Yes. <laughs> because for the nurses, I had. You know, little squid game reference of green light, red lights, and oh, I'd, I'd fucking, I'd weave that in professionally. That would no. have been lost on us as well because we haven't watched Squid Game. Whereas right? if you, you make the, the whole green light, red light, I was uh, making copies. I was born in 1987. Oh, that Family Guy reference. Yeah. <laughs> Do people even remember Family Guy? I don't know. Well, I was going to say Polly Shark. Well, that was Rob Schneider, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. Biodome. <laughs> That's what you're picking. I'll hit the hard drive or DVD collection whatever I'm calling it now <laughs> no we will actually let him pick the film yes. the next time he comes back yeah. if he decides to come back after this it's up in the air at the minute <laughs> depends yeah. how many guests I need in the future <laughs> so basically what we've discovered is that this film is as good as we remember it is but not in the ways we remember it being mm-hmm. the first two thirds of this film are great and are exactly how I remember and the last for third me, of this apparently I blanked for me it was good in all the ways I remembered it and bad in ways that I had forgotten about yeah I think I've just blanked the end of this film because anybody I'd talked to was quite positive on this movie but they all said they wouldn't watch it again I was like, that, that's normally a sign yeah that, you know, if it, that might be how I respond in future I don't yeah. know uh, yeah, it be ask, it ask me next year I'm not surprised with that reaction now. Especially having rewatched it, I'm mm. not surprised with the reaction that you got. Yeah, yeah it's really good. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not in any hurry to watch it again. <laughs> I genuinely couldn't. If you haven't seen it, do watch it. How it ended, I have actually smushed the two films together in my mind and made the movie I want. <laughs> More protein, Pete. More protein, Pete. <laughs> yes. Big smashy brawly smash 'em up, but monsters, yay! <laughs> Less Sean Bean. But with more... I'll just give him something to do. He's a grand lad. Yeah, yeah. yeah less I'd be more to do for when he is on screen. Yeah. 
fucking getting rained on and shouting Rose. <laughs> Rose. Rose. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get much more out of this. No. I think we did well to get that far. Also, who put him in the fucking trench coat as well? Not helping there in his fucking Mac going around the place. <laughs> you and Max. I know. Stop with the... Right, for anybody who's still listening, would you, would you like to tell the folks at home and you when you're listening back to this episode or pretending to, where they can find you? In case you get your links wrong. Imagine getting your links wrong. <laughs> WTFDYW.co.uk You can find everything there. Everything. Fucking everything, Mono. The whole <laughs> shebang. I find a jade monkey at the next full moon. <laughs> we find a better ending to this film. <laughs> I think, yeah, Kira pretty much had the better ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she probably did. Write it out. <laughs> mush it, mush together the bits you like from the two films and forget the rest. <laughs> it was all fire, barbed wire, and protein peat. There was nobody on fire. No in scary this babies. Movie. No, there was nobody. I on. like somebody on fire. So, without going back to it, after Tackleberry got burnt, the fire was out. Uh. So, how long did the fucking cooker for? <laughs> Yeah, no, like, that was why I was asking why the ropes, what ropes do they use? Because, like, she was still on there, but she was, like, mm. done. She was, like, medium at least, well. At least when they burnt Alessa, there was, like, iron shackles. Yeah, like, yeah, they I, they were like, oh, there she is, just propped up there, hang on. Like a kebab, like, she's just waiting like a kebab. But, yeah, but they bought that thing off QVC and it fucking broke halfway through. <laughs> I see somebody coming in with the electric carver and just being like, Geez. That's why they, they just went with it. Well, well just use the, the trusted, the tried and trusted rope and ladder method of burning people. Yeah, can't go wrong slowly with a stick. lowering her in. <laughs> slowly lowering her in. Not even rotisserie style. <laughs> but the only thing is they left her clothes on, so, you know, not good crackling. <laughs> well, it would have been okay with Sybil because she had leather pants on, so that was just an extra layer of skin. So that's even more yeah, crackling. It, no, it's been tanned and processed. You can't eat it. Eh. No, after the tanning process, you can't eat it. I don't think they're going to be that picky. Yeah. 30 years in that. 30 years? They're starving. How do you always do this? <laughs> Poor man's giving his links. He wants to go home. He wants to stop talking about this. I give my links. But yeah, no, I think we'll have to leave it there. Because <laughs> I'm hungry now. <laughs> You're hungry? Yeah. After talking about people being cooked? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. For you, at least. <laughs> as long as you don't eat leather and get a serious dose of the shits or whatever leather does to the digestive system. Bungs it up entirely, one would assume. I saw what happens, oh dear. <laughs> Guinness toilet. Yeah. I, th- I, I think even donkeys won't eat leather. And they'll eat fucking anything. <laughs> Corrugated tin. Right, no, done. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, folks. And if you would like to hear Punk on a perhaps shorter episode you can check out his podcast that never runs longer than half an hour except when it does and if you want you can check out our previous episodes or our other podcasts mono rants the boys and you can come and find us on twitter at rants mono on instagram at mono rants underscore the underscore boys or you can send your own rants to mono rants podcast at gmail.com and we'll be back next week with our usual undecided episode undecided <laughs> undecided until then thanks for joining us punk thanks for the invite <laughs> You're not coming back. No. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. We are Science Fiction Remnant. This is the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We are the Caribbean Science Fiction Network. We are Mono Rats. We are One Accord Level 2 Podcast. This is Jesse from Sudden But Inevitable and Open Pike Night. This is Sci-Fi.